coming to you from the Parish Healthcare Podcast Studio. Hey there, thanks for coming under the rainbow with us. I'm George Estevez. Along with my friends, we are talking LGBTQ+. Whether you're one of us or you're an ally, welcome to the show that isn't afraid to talk about it. Hello, hello. Hey, you guys, we are not afraid to talk about it. And on this episode of Under the Rainbow, we are talking about come out with pride. We're talking about pride and coming out, and we are celebrating it here in Orlando. And I have a couple of fantastic guests that are going to give us some perspective on coming out, some perspective on the events we have here in town and what it means and how far we've come as a city, as I'm sure your city where you are listening or watching this now has also come a long way when it comes to pride. So I'm going to hand the mic over. And by hand the mic over, I mean that's in front of their faces. Um, Go ahead. Tell everyone who you are and why you're here. Hi, everyone. My name is Jeff Prestico, and I am the current board president of Come Out With Pride here in Orlando. And Come Out With Pride is what? Come Out With Pride is our annual Pride celebration. We celebrate it every October, really around National Coming Out Day. And it's a day for everyone to come out and be their true, authentic selves here. And next to you, to your left, who are you and why are you here? Besides the fact that I asked you and begged (laughs) you to come. Hey, I'm Dr. David Baker Hargrove, and um, I'm a uh, president emeritus of the Come Out With Pride organization. So I was uh, board chair from 2007 to 2010. That's got to be a really challenging job. Uh, yes, it was a job that I put in, as Jeff can uh, attest to, I put in about 60 hours a week, uh, for which I did That's not it. get paid. <laughs> oh, apparently Jeff works harder than you did. Uh, it was a smaller event back then. <laughs> and it really was. And I'm so glad you talked about that. Make sure we get nice and personal with the microphones here. Um, it was a smaller event. What can you tell us about where it was and where it is today? So the very first come out with pride um, in Orlando is the, is so this, the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, t- sounds it, like first word. Yeah. yeah second yeah. syllable. <laughs> um, there was another pride that existed before come out with pride. Okay. Um, it, like it was in the, it was in the nineties. No, 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 no. That was the, no, it was in the nineties. And that was the, there was a pride fest that the center did back in the eighties and nineties. But then there was a pride event that was held in June. It was a parade. Um, and a little bitty festival. Um, it wasn't, um, it really struggled with, uh, you know, getting off, getting off the ground. And, um, and so eventually in like about 2001, it kind of dissolved. Um, and then there was a couple of years that Orlando didn't have a pride. And then the board of the Metropolitan Business Association, uh, which I was a member of at the time as well, um, decided to revive the Orlando pride. And so then they moved it from June to October to match with National Coming Out Day and called it Come Out With Pride. So it, it got a new breath, a new life. That is fantastic. Make sure, by the way, when you turn to each other, you talk into the microphone because it's not, it's not oh. gonna pick you up. Okay, so, so <laughs> the very first Come Out With Pride uh-huh. was held in um, October of 2015. It was held um, in the park, right out, the little, little bitty park right bitty in park. front of the Orange County History Museum. Uh-huh. And there were 3,000 people in attendance. And what year was this? 2020, I'm sorry, I said 2015, 2005. 2005. 2005. I got that right, right? You got it right? Yeah, 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 2005. So Jeff, you now are in charge of Come Out With Pride. Mm -hmm. You're the board president. Yes. It says so on your name tag. That's... That's what they had. That's what they tell me. So <laughs> he works 62 hours a week. That's what it is. For which he does not get paid. All right. So going back to <laughs> what David was just talking about, uh, to where it is now, isn't it incredible? I mean, how many people attend? Last year, we estimate we had about 170,000 people. 
170,000 people. That's a lot of people. You're a much better president than David is. <laughs> because he only had 3,000 when he's come up with Brian. <laughs> he laid a bunch of good building blocks. <laughs> Stop it. Why has it gotten... I need your, I need your support. Let's, let's not break. Why has it gotten so huge? It's gotten really huge because, again, a lot of people are coming together. They know a lot of friends. They're they're seeing more in the media that um, gay people and LGBT people are are present. So they want to be a part of that. They're seeing the struggle for rights still continue. And I like to say, you know, even a couple of years ago when marriage equality um, was passed by the Supreme Court, um, that was a big celebration. I think a lot of people really, you know, took took heed of all of that that was going on. But of course, a lot of that didn't mean that it was over. And getting that message across that, you know, we may be able to get married and invite you all to our fabulous gay weddings, <laughs> but the struggle is still going on. You can still get fired. You can still be kicked out of housing. There's so many issues that you know, we have are a big thing there. going on tomorrow with the Supreme Court. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we do. No, that's <laughs> one of the things that, that, that we want to talk about is that, that ruling after it happens. Um, all right, so talk about come up with pride, the fact that it's more than just a fabulous big old gay party. Mm-hmm. It is also a place where people can come together. I remember my first parade, my first coming out parade was here in Orlando. I had left and come back for it. And I was like, oh, wow, here I am at a big pride parade. And mm-hmm. I'm this guy on TV who probably shouldn't be here. This was 10, 12, 14 years ago, whenever it was when I came back. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, so what year was the first one you went to? Uh, had to be 2000 and, could it have been 2006, seven? Was it at Lake Eola? It was at Lake Eola. Mm-hmm. It was 2007. That's that was what the it was. first year we moved. Yes. And I left in 2006 and came back and went to Miami, but then came back for the Pride Parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. And I remember turning the corner in one of our, you know, around Lake Eola, the center of town. And I thought, this is, this is huge. Like it was huge for me to just attend, let alone for other people. Do you guys have that? Do you have, have that experience or that moment where you're like, wow, this this is huge, whether it was 15 years ago or whatever it was for you? I would say, and I've been in Orlando for about four years now. Mm-hmm. That's when I moved. I moved from Northeast Ohio. And, you know, I was kind of used to some of the, you know, Cleveland, it was a decent size, but not really a huge, huge event. And then seeing Orlando for the first time in 2015, not as big as we are today, but still a very sizable um, group that was coming. Um, it, and especially in, in the, the park that we are, it's one of, I think it's the most beautiful, if not the most beautiful pride I've ever been to. Lake Eola. Lake Eola. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, it's a great venue for a pride event. And to just have that environment and everyone coming together right there, I think that was really incredible to me seeing that for the first time. And what about you, David? Well, I've kind of been involved in it from the beginning, so I You're can't, jaded. I've never really, I can't see it from the outside, you know, and even now I have, I mean, it's been nine years, nine years, nine years since you've been, <laughs> nine years since I've stepped down from okay. uh, board president, you know, cause my last pride was in 2010 <laughs> and I think the, the PTSD is still with me. I mean, wow. every, every year when, you know, I go to the event, I walk up to all of the people and I'm like, oh, thank God for you. Thank God for you. You know, because <laughs> right, you know I mean, what it was like. I know, I know what it's like. And I know the stress and I know how much effort and love and, and just total energy it takes to put this event together because it's so huge. So I've never really been able to see it from the outside, you know, just from a you know, a visitor's kind of point of view. I've, I've never been able to do that. So yeah, I don't have that perspective. And talk about the size of Come Out With Pride and the, the events. It's a week long. 
week long yep. of stuff that mm-hmm. goes on in town. Um, and I also think what happened with Pulse now three years ago has something to do with more people wanting to come and more people wanting to, to celebrate and mark that occasion mm-hmm. here in Orlando. Would you, would you agree? Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, 2015 was my very first one. And, you know, our parade route was, you know, shorter. And, uh, you know, we kind of were able to, to get a sense of how many people were there watching the crowd and how crowded it got around the parade. And then after everything happened um, with Pulse, and we knew that there were going to be a lot of people coming to Orlando. I mean, there were a lot of more sponsors. There were a lot more businesses. There were a lot more organizations that wanted to be a part of that. And that even just told us there's going to be a huge response coming. Was and that difficult? Did you have to, like, turn people away or be like, I can't have a five-hour parade with everyone who wants to hop on board? It, it kept expanding. That was the year we really expanded our parade and went all the way down to Orange Ave. Um, so it, it really was a, an interesting year, not to mention we did all that work and then Hurricane Matthew decided Hurricane he was going to knock on our I door. I remember and, that. And oh my gosh. Then we had to... Pride take two. Pride take two. That was the one year, you know, if there was any that, year that we, you know, if you could have said, all right, do we postpone or do we cancel it entirely? Right. That was the one year we said we could not absolutely uh, cancel this. This has to go on for our community. And that actually happened before in 2011. What happened then? Um, it was called Tropical Storm No Name because <laughs> it wasn't a name storm. Um, it just ended something that popped up over Central Florida like the day before Pride. And we tried to, well, they, because I was my first year off and I felt so guilty because I was like, oh my God, it's because I'm not there. <laughs> right, because it's about you, David. Right, because it's always about me. It's always about so, you. And, and so we actually tried to um, put, you know, Pride tried to come, but it was just, I mean, they had to cancel it at the last minute. And um, and so then it got rescheduled for November uh, again. And the fireworks still had to go off because they were all set and ready to go. So they still had to launch the fireworks that night. And it was really so sad. Because <laughs> was there anyone there to watch the fireworks? Um, I, you know, I don't know because I wasn't there. I was commiserating at a gay bar. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you weren't supporting the fireworks right, display. Was... <laughs> well, it sounds bad when you say it that way. <laughs> well, I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> Um, but it's true that it all goes through all those different incarnations, and they do have to get canceled and, and put on. It's an outdoor event. It's all sorts of complications. Uh, 170,000 people. Mm-hmm. So what is in Come Up With Pride? You have what sorts of events that Throughout people day, who come we've here? We've got a parade that happens midday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a huge marketplace full of this year. It's going to be about 170 vendors plus another 30-some uh, sponsors. So. Mm-hmm lot of things to check out and buy and uh, get involved with. We really encourage people. We have this initiative called Pride Takes Action. And we want people to go to some of these nonprofits, go to some of these organizations in the community that are doing the hard work. Uh, groups like yours with Two Spirit and groups like Zebra with the kids and so many others that are trying to get people to volunteer, trying to get people to donate. Um, we want people while they're there to not just have a good time. We certainly want people of to course. leave with a smile on their face. But while they're there, if this is the one day that we can convince them to get in that kind of activist mode and do something positive, let's try and do whatever we can. And do you think, that. David, and we're going to talk about the history of the parade in Orlando and how far we have come and the issue with flying the pride flag and the issue with even organizing a parade. But what do you think organizations like yours, uh, plug away, please, um, can do and should be doing for the community? 
Well, so right now I currently serve as the co-CEO for Two-Spirit Health Services. We're Central Florida's LGBT Comprehensive Health Center for the LGBT community, um, founded by my husband and myself in um, 2011 um, because I needed something to do after I stepped away from Pride. And we actually opened our doors in August of 2015. Um, so for me, activism is about, I'm, I'm a psychologist by training, so healthcare is in my blood. And I kind of you know, divert or kind of diverted my activism for a while. I got involved, you know, with pride and, and the business chamber. Um, but healthcare was always in my blood. And for me, activism in our community is a, is equal access to healthcare for all. You know, I think that every person and uh, building on what you were saying about, you know, having people get an opportunity to see how they can become involved and see how they can become uh, active and make a difference. It's, you know, we, when we think of activism, we typically think of politics, but there are so many things that you can do Absolutely. in our community that make a difference, you know? And so um, maybe a lot of people don't think about, oh, well, my activism is equality uh, in healthcare for all. Sure. There's so many things that people can do that you don't think about that, um, that our community needs. And so it, I think that's, you know, well, that's one of the great things about Pride is that you can see everything that's out there and what people are doing and you can find, oh, what do I connect with? Right. And speaking of connecting, there was a problem kind of in the beginning with this parade. And Orlando was a little kind of not interested 20 years ago in the concept or flying the flag. I remember talking about that with some of our elected officials. So the, f the flag ordeal happened in the 90s before Come Out With Pride existed. So that was a really initiative that was put together by the center. And, um, and uh, it was actually Chris Alexander Manley, who was the executive director then, who now runs Gay Days. Um, he uh, spearheaded that um, to have the, flag, the flags flown during Pride Month. And, um, and there was a huge uproar that happened. And then Mayor Glenda Hood at that time made a proclamation that no one's ever going to fly any flags about anything. We're not doing flags anymore. Flags are done in Orlando. So isn't it fascinating, instead of addressing the issue you go around and just skirt around it and say, oh, I'm going to figure this out. No one's flying a flag. Done. Right. We're good. Exactly. Everyone be good. Exactly. And so one of the major missions of some of the original organizers have come out with Pride, uh, chiefly um, it was Debbie Simmons and Michael Thomas that um, had said, we're going to, when we do this uh, reinvent, um, re re why can't I think of that word? When re we reinvigorate sure. the Pride event and we come out with Pride, our main mission is we are going to have the flags fly again in Orlando. And that was one of their main missions and they made that happen. Um, what year was that about? Um, that, um, I believe was, it was either, it, I believe it was 2006, 2006. It was the second year. I believe that that's when it happened. And now we have pride flags flying all and now around. Now it happens the, every year. Every, I mean, it's, and there's a uh, flag hanging right in city hall. Yeah. Outside. So, so Welcome different. Come out with pride. Yep. And it is fascinating how we have come as a community, as have other cities across, across the globe, obviously, but it, it just means something when it's little Orlando, when it's here, and how we've grown so exponentially so fast. What do you attribute that to, Jeff? So I think that growth is, again, kind of going back to what happened here three years ago. Um, Orlando is now kind of this, I mean, we've always kind of been in this little blue bubble, you know, where we've had gay days, we've had a lot of these, you know, great gay events that people come to, you know, we're not necessarily a Fort Lauderdale or sure. know, one of those, you know, Chicago or something, but you know, it was always kind of a place where people would come to and be able to be comfortable and free with themselves. But then once Pulse happened, that really 
I think, made Orlando a, a bellwether, a, a lightning rod for a lot of the social change that we were trying to accomplish in the LGBTQ community. And people around the world took notice. Um, you know, you could go, and in some of my travels afterwards, I'd go to, you know, a bar or somewhere across the world, and everyone would immediately ask when they heard, oh, you're from Orlando, how, how are people doing there? Or you would see artwork and uh, ribbons on, on the walls. Um, so it really became this um, epicenter for a lot of things happening, and, and people know about Orlando for everything that happened. And so I think part of what we are trying to do is, you know, people know the story of what happened at Pulse the night of June 12th but they don't know how this community has really rallied and come together. I mean, there's certainly still a lot of hard work to be done, but the amount that we've been able to bridge together all the various diversity in this community, I think we've come a long way. And I think we can be a model, I think, for a lot of other communities as well. I mean, I think we totally do. And just from my own perspective, I mean, and you can talk about this too, David, in your life and your professional life and you too, Jeff, obviously, but the fact that we're now in the podcast studio with a bunch of rainbow accessories behind us. It's called Under the Rainbow. I am an out news anchor in this town with a husband who got married by a Republican mayor. You know, I mean, it's, it's we've come a long way. We're, we're currently, look, look around. I mean, this is insane that, it's not insane, but it. you would have said, if I would have said this to you 10 years ago, this is going to happen, or 15 years ago. I'm going to be out. It's going to be fine. No one's going to say any, any negative comments on my Facebook page. No one's going to care. Everyone's going to be happy that I'm married. Like, that's crazy. David, I mean, you're shaking your head. Yeah, I mean, 2009, I, you know, yes, it was very different. Like, even when you talk about pride, you know, um, and you know, our budget was so, you know, that was right after the recession hit. You know, our budget was so, I mean... I think I, I'm going to say, I'm going to, you know, throw a dart here, but I think our budget that year was $90,000. <laughs> it was, you know, I mean, and pride is expensive. And, you know, to some people they're like $90,000, but I mean, but that, that was, we were cutting everything to the bone um, because all of the fees and the, you know, and the licenses and everything just to, I mean, the, the event is so expensive. And, you know, and that was a very shoestring budget that we, but I had to do it that year if I, I needed to make Pride survive. And that was, you know, very important. It was, it was the, the so the, you know, the, the other side of that is what happened is that corporate stewardship didn't exist to that point. And, and we you know, had a few banks that were, you know, oh yeah. And they would, you know, give us $500 sponsorships. But the corporate stewardship wasn't there ten years ago. Okay, and um, and I think that also it was you know along with the the, the pulse shooting, I think corporate buy-in to our community culture and our message changed a lot of how people see our community and um, and our and the acceptance. And everyone wants a piece of come out with pride, and every company wants their float or their people or their T-shirts or you know they have their their staff wear the shirts and say oh, we love mm -hmm. TD Bank or whatever right. it is you know, and that's what you must be finding in the past four years of doing this. Certainly, um, especially over the last you know three, there are certainly a lot of companies that would like to be a part, but we've we've really found that these aren't just you know companies that are looking for just another advertising vehicle. You know, we looked at uh, all of our large companies, all of our corporations this year who are either in the parade or our sponsors and uh, looked at the HRC equality scores for them. And just about all of them are in the 95 to 100 uh, score range. So these aren't just any companies. These are the companies that are going out there. They're walking the walk and talking the talk. Right. They want to go ahead and take part and they mean it. Absolutely. 
All right. So as far as what people can see when they come here for a Come Out With Pride week, mm-hmm. what, what kind of things, what are your favorite things that you have planned, that you have planned? Well, we have the best fireworks show in Orlando. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. <laughs> what, what Which you even when, will even see. when they go off when no one else is exactly. around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor David. Um, <laughs> it is the best fireworks show. I remember yeah. my in-laws came from Miami and they were here mm-hmm. coincidentally for Pride. Yeah. So I was carting around my 70-something-year-old Cuban father-in-law, who was like, yeah, let's go. Like, obviously, his kid's gay. And he was like, all right, let's go. And we were up and down the tents and rainbow this and rainbow that. And we had just gotten a little place on Lake Yola, so we saw the lake. And we went up there, and he saw the fireworks show. And he was like, there were, like, fireworks in the water, I think. When you, could they be in the water and then come out? I don't know what it was. I was seeing maybe it was a reflection, or maybe it was partying too hard. <laughs> uh, not really sure. But it was all of the above. It was spectacular. Mm-hmm. And he, I remember him going like, wow, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. The gays know what they're doing. And the fireworks kind of started because, I, as I recall, or I've been told, um, we didn't have necessarily have the budget to afford some really big entertainers at the time. So this was kind of a way to really cap off the night with a, with a spectacular show. Right. Yeah, um, that was uh, that was Mikel. That was he was right after me. Mm-hmm. He started the fireworks. Right. A spectacular. Right. At the end of the night. So luckily, we've been able to grow and bring in a little bit more budget to be able to bring in some of these major acts. But you know, we don't get rid of the fireworks. So now we get both. Of, we get uh, both. both what does a fireworks show cost, by the way? A lot. <laughs> wow. Um, you're not at liberty to discuss, no, I assume. But I mean, it's it's a lot of money for it like is. 15, 20 oh, minutes. I, can, I guess it's got to be. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but it's got to be. Like tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars. So. <laughs> Has to be. So. Millions. Millions is the best fireworks show ever. Million dollars. <laughs> um, all right, so what else? Okay, I got to ask you a question. How um, many units do you have in the parade? We have 170 groups in the parade this year. Okay, so this is an interesting fun fact, historical fun fact, is that during my time, because there were of the, three. The parade, no, <laughs> stop it. Okay. All you so, could do was get three people to walk in your parade. And I was one of them, okay? So, <laughs> and, they, and they had to wait at the light because they didn't even have traffic stopped. <laughs> wow. By the way, you can curse on the podcast if you'd like to tell me off right now. <laughs> Just kidding. No, so, okay. No, that is it's hilarious, but fun <laughs> historical fact. So um, we had the, the, the parade route that we had at the time, which was a, around Lake Yola. I don't know that it's so different. I don't know that it's so different, but we had uh, realized at that time that we could only have 88 units in the parade because otherwise what we call the snake would eat its tail because the last unit would be like, would, oh. the first unit would catch up to the last unit. Sure, sure. So we only were able to figure out, and I'm sure that you guys have reprogrammed this and become <laughs> really smarter and learned from our mistakes. Beth but math- we could, mathematicians. But we could only <laughs> have 88 units in the parade and there actually got to a point like in 2009-2010 where we had to stop accepting people into the parade because we're like we can't do more than 88 the snake is going to eat its tail we cannot do more than 88 and now you have over 100 because back then we had a square that went around it was a square it was just the square yes now we took one of those legs put our marketplace there and we have a u-shape so we've got people coming in going through and then exiting ah yeah don't care where they go just get out so Ah, so you took the circle and made it a u yes So there's less I of a... I see that now. There's less of a parade route? There's no. a little bit less of... Yeah, there is. There's a bit of less of a, a footprint, but that was always a section that was used for staging the parade. Staging. So Robinson was never, a staging area. Yeah. Now it's a vendor area. Uh, and that mm-hmm. was the problem because people would come back on Robinson when they were done, and then you, we would get all convoluted. 
So you would have the people still trying to step off and then you'd have the front of the parade coming back. So now we Does take over sense? more streets for our staging area and close off more traffic. So sorry, downtown Orlando, but it's-, it's What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, how, what's your biggest surprise unit? Like the, the group that you're like, oh wow, that's cool. We have two spirit health. Two spirit health. <laughs> well, we know you're on the float waving. I am <laughs> exactly <laughs> just like that. Um, what do you think? EDC is new this year. Okay, <gasps> I have a big presence. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, EDC, tell everyone what that is for. The EDC is the Electric Daisy Carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, big Which music festival. Here. There's uh, neighboring festivals in uh, Las Vegas and, and a couple of other cities, but we have a really large one every November here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, yeah, it follows us by a couple of weeks. So it's a great way for us to uh, give them a little bit of exposure and for them to uh, expose some of their crowd to our event. Fantastic. And I could not believe that we were not in the parade uh, as a news station, WFTV Channel 9. And for I was, it was with you that I was. we got on it and mm-hmm. we were in the parade. We always fix it. Yeah, we always we, fix it. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying that we, because, you know, we weren't involved just mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, obviously when I came on board, it was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's try that. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just great to see the evolution of companies take part and do all that stuff. Absolutely. Because we're not all two spirits. You're yeah. not all as cool as you are. Dave. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what do you think? So what do you think now um, is something that you want to tackle for next year? You think come up with pride board should tackle next year. Like what's, what are the goals down the road? So I think we look at a couple of things. One, we are continuing to grow, but at what point do you, does Lake Yola, I mean, there's only a physical set size, you know, how do we change that? Does are it going to go to Disney? <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll call them and, and see what they want to do. Um, but, you know, I think there's always a lot of room for, you know, we're always a, a been a Saturday event. You know, maybe there is a possibility of doing a few extra things on Sunday as well, um, spreading the crowds. Um, but, you know, that's something that our board is looking at. How do we manage this growth? Especially uh, since we did put an intent to bid to host uh, World Pride in 2026. I'm glad you brought that up. How cool is that? Tell us about that. That is, I think, going to be something uh, really amazing to bring to this community, hopefully. Um, so World Pride is an event that's put on by an organization called Enterpride. I won't go into the whole whole background, but it's usually every two to three years. Uh, the very first one was in Rome in 2000, and it's been in London, it's been in Toronto, it's been in Tel Aviv, um, and then the last two, Madrid, and then this past year, New York City, to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. So there's going to be a couple more in between, but uh, we really want to bring the world back together uh, 10 years after what happened at Pulse. We saw the world show so much love and support during those uh, weeks and months afterwards that we want to bring everyone here back and and keep that momentum and that energy going when he says that david your your, your eyes are like watering it's <laughs> it's very it's very sweet because it's so true i mean to think about where we've come as a city and now yeah. to have this event unfortunately mark 10 years of of what happened at pulse but at the same time like jeff said the world came together for us what do you think of that this is not my hometown right you know um I didn't move here until 92. Um, I was already in my 30s. You know. Stop it. You were a teenager. I was in my 30s. I actually moved here. I was stationed in the Navy. There used to be a naval base here in Orlando. It's now Baldwin Park. I was going to say it's yeah. now Baldwin Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but, you know, I've been, in, I've, 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 I've been involved with this community, you know. Your adult life. I mean. Yeah. And I've watched it grow. And I've, I've, I've you know, I've, it's... 
I don't know. There's no words. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling just because of how far we've come. <clears throat> yeah. And just to think about all of the history and the things and things you just forget, you know, um, just like stuff that, ha well, I mean, even, you know, like the fun fact about the parade unit, you know, or, or I was just thinking uh, at one point where you were talking about how much divestiture it caused on the pride board when we uh, proposed the notion of moving from the our Orange County History Center to Lake Eola, you know, and there was like the people that wanted to grow and wanted to get big and people were like, no, 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 no. It would be the worst thing ever to move to Lake Eola. Right. And it was like, and it caused, oh my gosh, just a complete schism. And, um, you know, that was hard to get through. And just how all, you know, for every step that our community takes and just in, in even the community as a whole, but even in microcosms and the organizations such as Pride, you know, we, 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 it's one step forward, two steps back, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what organizations like Pride do. And it's just, it's, I don't know, it's mind boggling to think about the history of it. And it's absolutely, I think I'm speaking for myself and my team and probably you as well. I think this is probably the most challenging job I've ever had. And it is a volunteer job, but I mean, that's only part of it. But really, um, it's not just putting together a festival with a bunch of tents or a couple of uh, vehicles in a parade. But and, this a is something, and a fireworks show. And a fireworks show and some talents who are divas. And um, <laughs> Wow, David's nodding his head. Like, yeah, absolutely. He's talking about you. Um, <laughs> but it's also... And some board members who are divas, right? <laughs> oh, no, Guilty. you, oh, you can't say truth. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. But it's also just about, you know, we're putting on an event that means something to so many people that this is, like I said, the, their one day to possibly be who they are. You know, it's not so much for a lot of us who are living right here in this, you know, metropolis of downtown Orlando or nearby, but you go 20, 30 miles outside of that core and it's different. Probably, in, it's in very direction. different. It's very different. So for giving people that opportunity to come together, bring that diversity um, where people don't necessarily have exposure to some of the diversity, even, even within, I think, our own LGBTQ LGBTQ community, um, exposure to more diversity, um, more of the trans community, more of the um, gender nonconforming uh, community. There are so many areas that I think the more that we can learn about each other in that collective space, the, the stronger we're going to be. Hey, even just gays and lesbians, because, you know, we don't get each other at all. It's all about Guess understanding. Dogs, water, it's yeah. all about understanding. We can always learn to do better. We're bringing always. people together one yeah. parade at mm -hmm. a time. That's what we're doing. Um, so this has been fun. Is there anything that I'm missing that we need to discuss about Come Out With Pride in general? Mm. Um, headlights. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. We've, we've, we've laughed. I'm better we've when you ask me direct questions. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> uh, my, my direct question is 25 years ago. You talked about being, you know, with your current husband. Yeah. And 25 years ago, you were here in this town. I was. We met at Southern Nights. We met on the back patio of Southern Nights in 1994. Okay, we don't need the details. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really not just, more sketchy than that. I swear. It's very innocent. You could, you know, really, you could do a Hallmark movie about it. It's very innocent. You really could. Oh, yeah, it's sweet. Mm. Oh, well, you guys are sweet guys. Um, <laughs> so Come Up With Pride has been going on for how many years? 15. 15. So mm -hmm. 10, you guys were together for 10 years when this thing started. Do you remember it? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember very well. Actually, so, I mean, <laughs> funny. Someone's getting a memory. <laughs> funny joke. Um, that was kind of, I would say, um, the ch more challenging years of our marriage because okay. um, I was so invested in this organization and I was spending a lot of time. 
And, um, and then because I was, you know, doing my thing, he started to work more doing his thing. And we were kind of growing apart, growing apart for a couple years. And um, the irony that pride made you grow apart. Yeah, I know. Right. And it really did happen. And, um, and we kind of didn't see the separation that was kind of happening between us until I stepped down. And then we were kind of like, wow, you know, we, we need to come back together. And so, you know, the, the beauty of pride was when you, Leave it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so basically, I should never be on the board. For, come out with pride. I should not and volunteer. Honestly, you know, we, I really just got an email uh, <laughs> yesterday from Brian, my predecessor, saying, uh, "You know, good luck, everyone." And Peace I'm going out. to actually enjoy this for the first time. I'm yeah. Like, good for you. You deserve it. No kidding. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give a shout out to uh, to my husband, David. David, I'm alive. Thank you. You can stop worrying about yeah, me. It is so, a miracle that yeah. you're even here right now. You should yeah. be off planning something, doing something. Oh, we have an event going on right now. <laughs> right now, oh, right right now as we this. speak, there's something going on. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's, it, it really, it, you know, all couple, I think, you know, one thing that we don't really know enough about in terms of our community is, you know, how do long-term couples kind of, you know, ebb and flow and what happens? You know, we don't really have a lot of models for that. No, we don't really see a lot of couples that have been together. So I mean, just you and your husband, right? Well, and so you know, literally, I think we were making it up as we go along. And so you know, it's really easy at some point for you to go, ah, well, you know, it's just not what it was. The fire's not there. You know, "Ah, I'm out, deuces. You know, right? But we didn't do that, and I'm so glad because you know, it 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 was such a great learning experience for us on so many levels. And you did the same thing with Pride. You held on to it in 2009. You were saying how you were like, yes. I'm not going to let this go down, even though it really could have because you had I was a budget very of $90,000. Yeah, I was very afraid of that. I did not think that we would be able to raise enough money to put on the event that year. Wow, we just uncovered almost the end of Pride. Yeah. <laughs> it actually it was very happened. scary because, I mean, you know, everyone was, you know, if you remember the economy, you know, right oh, after yeah. President Obama got elected and, you know, and, I mean... Yeah. And here we were, you know, February of 2009, there were bailouts going on everywhere, and we're trying to drum up money for a pride parade in nine months. And in the scheme of things, it doesn't sound like it was that crucial or important to companies and everyone else. You got it. Because it's like, it's a parade. I get it, but we don't have the money. We don't have the money. And the history of corporate stewardship was not there. No. It wasn't there like it is now. So the, you know, there was no kind of, oh, well, we have to do this because this is... We have to give $25,000 because it's in our our budget. It was not there. Well, fascinating. I, I, first of all, thank you both so much for coming. This is so great that we got to talk about this and learn a little bit of the history and the present and the future with uh, 2026. Mm-hmm. What are our chances of World Pride? I mean, how does that work? So we have a conference that we go to every year. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'll be going to that literally the week after uh, Pride ends this year. So After your nap. Is there no after sleep? When's <laughs> your disco nap? A few hours. When, when, quick hours. When do you get off? <laughs> when do you get to take time off? It's just crazy. Yes, Jeff. (laughs) When do you take time off? We'll figure that out someday. (laughs) So you're going to the conference? Going to the conference, and they're actually going to be voting on the next World Pride in 2023 after 21 in Copenhagen. So Montreal, Sydney, and Houston are all vying for 2023. Who's in our class? Our class, we are potentially up against Rome, who wants to have a 25th uh, reunion. Rome, like where civilization started, or is that Greece? I think it's Greece, right? Well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a... It's a toss-up. Yeah. So we're competing with That's Rome. where Christianity started in Rome. <laughs> so there we hey. go. There we go. <laughs> There's um, a lot of discussions happening about what might happen because they want 2025, we want 2026. Normally, it's two years between Oh, spaces, so there could be a 25 and a 26. 
It's too early to say. Tell us, <laughs> Jeff. Break news you know, right now. I, I, I wish I could. Wish right. I could. I wish my crystal ball would give me the answers. But well, uh, that's awesome. Here's the thing. I think the narrative that we have about bringing that community to Orlando, I think, really resonates. Um, and the way you, and, uh, the elevator pitch that you had. Mm-hmm. was really great. I mean, it got David to cry and, and mm-hmm. it was really, it's meaningful and it's important, you mm-hmm. know, because the world did that for us. Now we yeah. want to do it for them yeah. on the 10 year anniversary mm-hmm. of Pulse. So uh, thank you guys so much. We're talking about pride. Come out with pride. We're talking about, uh, so pride with Jeff and David and Jeff is the current board president of come out with pride. Mm-hmm. You were a three year board president. I did four prides. You did four prides four as prides. president. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That seven, is fascinating. Seven, eight, nine, ten. And your marriage survived. It did. <laughs> and oh, good. I have something to look for. And, and now it's, it's, it's actually better than it ever was. So See? Yeah. Perfect. And now we even work together, so that's really cool. Right. And if your marriage <laughs> can survive that, it can survive anything. <laughs> Goodness. Thank you guys so much again, Jeff and David. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for coming into the rainbow. When we come back, by the way, we're going to break this down uh, with Will, our producer, who's been running the board. Uh, and we're going to talk about his takeaway. So we will be right back. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, we are back with Will. Hi there. Hi, what did you think? I mean, we did the whole come out with pride and pride and Orlando's history with it. And you kind of watched and listened to the whole thing. Yeah, but it was so much more than that, too. I mean, it was like history, where it was from. I mean, and then it dove into like how to manage that even in a relationship and like the (laughs) long time, like we dove into, we, it's not like we branched off and went on tangents. They were all relatable and all made sense. And yeah. And it's fascinating. Another great conversation. Yeah. To hear what Orlando has gone through and how it almost, you know, it started with 3000 people and then yeah. it almost died down in 2009 when the recession hit. And then it was rebranded mm-hmm. four or five years ago and it changed and talk about, you know, to me, that's what I got from it is the dedication of just a small group of people yeah. like everything else. Well, I mean, they that's said 170,000 people at the last one. Can yeah. you imagine taking a side by side that in 2009? Right. And just bam. Yeah. And just when it started too, in that little park uh, by the history center in, in downtown Orlando, it's literally like not even a block. It's, I can't, it's like a large backyard pretty yeah. much. Is, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it driven uh, by that. You would know better than I, but right. it's I'm like relatively new here. No, that's true. No, but it's right by um, wall street. Oh, okay. So it's right outside of, yeah. of that. Um, wall street can wall street plaza. That's mm-hmm. what it's called here. Not actual wall street yeah. in Manhattan. The- um, and that's, I, that was my takeaway. How the fact that it was just a couple of people, you know, small group who's yeah. like, we're going to do this and it's going to happen. Yeah. And Jeff apologized, but he was like, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be taking up more streets. So it's like, it is commanding Orlando's attention. And when he talked about, obviously, you know, how Pulse brought everyone together and brought the, the eyes of the world on Orlando. And then the year after, because mm-hmm. the parade was just so huge and the events and the, the, the sponsorships and the people who just wanted to do something for us here yeah. after those 49 people died at Pulse. Yeah. And I'm sure... I don't want to call out anybody's intentions, but I'm sure there was just some oh bandwagon, uh, of bandwagoning. course. Yes, yes, thank you for saying it. Bandwagon. Yeah, is that but, is bandwagoning uh, a word? <laughs> we just we just verified it. We did just make Shout it a word. Webster, go ahead and put that in there. <laughs> bandwagoning, um, but um, taking advantage of a situation. Exactly, bandwagoning. But the thing is, it's like also you have to imagine there's a good group of people in there that realized this is much more than some gay people wanting to walk down the street. Right. Yes. Like, um, I believe it was, uh, Jeff was talking about how important it is for say somebody living in Sanford. I mean, now 
now um, Orlando is this mecca sure. or this safe place. But like if you go 30 minutes out, this is a, some person's only day of the year to come and be themselves. In some communities, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I'm glad that, you, that was a good takeaway. I like to ask you these questions. Pick you know, my brain. I like well, to pick I, your brain. As, I actually as got to young... write down notes this time since you oh, didn't did you? steal my last podcast. You took my pen, so I was just like, oh. <laughs> "Now what do I do?" Well, I'm glad. I love your perspective as a as a smart person, uh, and also as like a, a straight guy. You know, you identify yeah. as a straight guy, and you're 20 something years old. And that, I'd love to hear that perspective because the whole point of this podcast is to give people an idea of what it's like, whether you're in the community or an ally. Yeah. And you obviously are the biggest ally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take that. I first identify as a smart guy. But then after that, straight. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Well, thank you, Will, and thank you guys for listening and coming under the rainbow with us. Want to hear more under the rainbow? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Recorded in the Parish Healthcare Podcast Studio.